Good morning and welcome to the Banana Boys. The Banana Boys is a Risky Fox production. I've been telling you for nearly two years now, go to theriskyfox.com, check out all the other cool stuff that we have, like Modern Sounds. I mean, I'm telling you, if you haven't listened to Modern Sounds by now, what are you doing? How can you listen to the Banana Boys and not listen to Modern Sounds? We have a new episode coming. Well, it's already out. By the time you're listening to it, that episode is already out. It's the best episode that Technical has put out. You will not be disappointed. You are a music fan. You got to check it out. But enough of that. Let's get on with the show. Glad it's the last time I'm gonna be hearing this music for a while. Uh, man, are you gonna cry in this episode? Huh? Are you gonna cry in this episode? Uh, guys, we're not finishing the show. There's just a I, season finale. I didn't listen. Listen, I didn't sign a contract. I think Big Nash is an un- unrestricted free agent. You know you're gonna lose your IG baddie subscription. I I don't know. I mean, we didn't sign you to a contract either. So we're we're all free agents after this episode. So I don't know. We'll see what how the season goes and see what happens. But yeah. and listen, listen. It is the season finale of episode two. It's your boy, Gudgeon, here again. And as always, joined by Vic Nash. It's season two, not episode two. That's what, oh, did I say episode two? <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say season two finale, episode 12. Ah. <laughs> and uh, of course, Nissan. What the hell? Him? What? This guy? Lawa. Really? I thought this was the theme of the show. What's the theme of the show? No, I, guess, no. I guess, Vic Nash, you're, you're kind of uh, graduating into a new role uh, on the show. Why don't you go ahead and let everyone know what this episode is about? Well, this episode has started off with a conversation with me and Nissan because it's 2020. And if you haven't been listening to the show... This is the year that uh, my life comes to an end. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> this is the year that I get married. And yes. I was just like, looking at Nissan like, yo, what the fuck am I getting myself into? Unbelievable. 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 Oh. <laughs> and you know, you know, we were thinking. Yeah, don't we, sound too excited. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I we were, you didn't know this was going to happen. You just woke up today. And, oh my, oh my god. god, I'm getting married. Does, not, does she listen to the show? Uh, she hates not. his voice. <laughs> okay. So she does not listen to the show. Okay, all right, all right. You know, you know what? You're, you're a seasoned veteran in this marriage game, right? You know? You, you, you know yes. You, you, gotta, you can say that. You, you, got, you got a couple championships. Yes. So yes. I was wondering, are you down to give us some marriage advice? Sir, I'd be fucking delighted to improve your pathetic life. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd be, I'd be delighted to. I, I think this is something that people have been asking for. I was kind of uh, hesitant about doing it, but I think it's time. I think we're ready. And season two finale, let's, hit, let's, let's knock it out of the park with this episode and tackle this topic. But before we do, like, you know, get into that nitty gritty, what exactly makes you a seasoned veteran in this game? This is the thing. Some people are going to listen and they hear the jokes and all this kind of stuff. And they probably don't know this, but I am a seasoned veteran when it comes to this marriage game. Okay. And, and the best analogy I can give you is, you know, when you chop down a big redwood tree and you see those rings, the scientists study those rings, ah. d- dendrochronology. Oh, you know, yeah. And they, they get a, uh, an estimate of the age of that tree and the experience of that tree. Oh, I guess you could say if you were to chop me in half and count, the rings, 
I would be a seasoned veteran when it comes to marriage. I am an expert in what you call Kalyana chronology. Okay? In the chronology? Kalyana chronology. Listen, and you don't measure this in years. You actually measure in experience and, and the impact of those experiences. And I'll be honest. It's it's I listen. It's because I did a lot of great things, but it's more because I fucked up quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, you know, you learn from the mistakes, and I've made mistakes for many, many learnings to happen. Yes, <laughs> So listen, you're you you've made the right call to come to me, and I think this is great that we're gonna air it out on the show. And from what I understand, a bunch of listeners of the show. Submitted questions and scenarios as well. Oh yeah, we we definitely had to put out a couple feelers. To, to, to you get... actually did some work before the episode. I always do some work. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That Saturday, Sunday, we'll say about that. Be okay, okay. So we've kind of narrowed it down to like a lot of a lot of people gave us advice who are married, getting married. Yeah. And also, like, have been married. They give advice? They give advice what, on what? how to navigate. Yeah. What do they know? They, are they, do they have a PhD in Kalyana chronology? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they only have a master's. What nonsense you are okay. talking about me? <laughs> All right. Continue. Continue. Uh, so, we've narrowed it down. Yes. When it comes to navigating a successful Tamil marriage, yes. apparently, cooking and cleaning yes. or sharing responsibilities. Yeah. Is a big thing. Yes. Right? Making a conscious effort to help each other with cleaning and cooking. Mm-hmm. Kajan. Yes. Do you cook or clean? I do A and B. Oh. Um, listen, at the end of the day, let me tell you this, guys. Guys, this is specifically for the guys listening to this show. Learn how to cook and learn how to clean. Okay? You have to... This, this is what I don't understand. People get into relationships and they think the other person is just going to do one and you're going to do the other. What you fail to realize is that these are survival skills and 50% of marriages end in divorce, okay? You don't want to end up a lonely ass that doesn't know how to cook or doesn't know how to clean. So forget marriage. Just in life in general, can I say one piece of advice? Guys especially, learn how to cook and learn how to clean. So you're saying I can't just go to Amma's house and eat food all the time? No. No, 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 no. You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> he sounds on his game today. Okay, listen. Uh, how, you know how I locked up my wife? You know how I locked her up? Like Gary Payton on the Seattle Sonics where he locked up that defense? You know how I yeah, locked yeah. up my wife? Was the fact that I could cook. Okay? This, you can use it to your advantage, folks. Guy or girl. When you are the better cook, you actually, you don't maybe not realize this, you wield incredible power. Hold up, hold up, hold up, wait, wait, wait. Did you just imply that you are the better cook? I did. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I not only implied it, I'm telling you that. <laughs> uh, listen, but hey, hey, hey. My wife knocks it out of the park with respect to her cooking. Okay? Like, you know, she's, she's, she's Anthony Bourdain. I'm, I'm like the French guy from Ratatouille, okay? <laughs> There's a rat in my head that's telling me to do these things. I don't even know. I lose control in the kitchen. You kind of look like a rat, too. <laughs> yeah, you're my brother, too. So what does that say? <laughs> but listen, when you, are, when you are the better cook, when you invest in cooking, uh, it, this is a life skill 
but it also is like Thanos gaining the Infinity Gems. When you can wield sweet, sour, bitter, uh, salty, uh, tart, all these things, and you create these amazing dishes. Vicknish, you know this, okay? You know this. You've had some of my dishes before that you were not expecting. And just brings you to tears almost. Like, it's, it's a, so good. It's a medical miracle. <laughs> right? It's a, it's a, it's a it's full body experience, okay? Being able to do that for your partner, your life partner, is something that you can use to better your relationship, okay? So you're saying, not only is the best way into a, into a, into a Thumbo man's heart through some bomb mutton curry, but it's also the same way into a Thumbo woman's heart? Yes, man or woman, okay? So don't, don't, don't try to deflect the cooking responsibilities, okay? We're in 2020, I'll tell you right now, whoever is the better cook has the upper hand in many scenarios. Okay, I'm, I'm just letting you know. This is just this is not, this is not something I'm condoning. I'm not condoning this, all right? No, you don't want to look at your relationship as upper hand, lower hand, any of that kind of stuff. I'm just saying the better cook has a significant advantage. And if you know how to cook, you're not going to starve. So you're saying I shouldn't just eat Amma's cooking. Yeah. I should learn how to cook. Yes, like because here's the thing. I, I already know your relationship. I know that you will try to cook. I have a feeling that your significant other is going to be the cook and a better cook. And I feel like, I feel like in, in an environment where you guys have a disagreement and there's an argument, your ass is going to starve. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it is. And you don't want to starve. Poor decisions are made when people are hungry. You know, people get hangry. I get hangry. And you just don't want to be that person. <laughs> so, listen, when... when how long is that sound effect? So listen, when you're looking at the relationship, okay, guys, with respect to uh, cooking specifically, one of you needs to be excited about that shit, own that shit, and use that to better the entire relationship. Cook for the person, cook for the other person to be joyful, that, to, that to, they get to taste things they never tasted before. Look forward to that. Don't look at it as like a chore, okay? That's number one. Number two, with respect to cooking, I love how people boil it down to cooking and cleaning. Like, there's only two fucking chores in the house, okay? There's laundry. There's, there's different kinds of cleaning. There's maintaining the car. There's, uh, you know, if you have a house, maintaining other things around the house, running errands. There's so many things, not just cooking and it's cleaning. With respect to cleaning, get away from this taking turns stuff. Just own it. Similar to cooking, just fucking own it. In our household, I own most of the cleaning. That's dusting, sweeping, mopping. You know why? That shit bothers me more than it bothers my wife. <laughs> this is just the truth of the matter. Okay? If it's a little bit dusty, if there's a, there's a stain somewhere or something, it just bothers me more. So I own it. That way, I'm not disappointed if something is dirty because I just look at it as my responsibility that I need to get to. If something bothers you, and, it, and you have this delegated or someone else's turn, you're taking turns uh, cooking or cleaning, they're not going to do it with the same vigor uh, or wherewithal that you would do it with. They wouldn't do it with the same sense of urgency because it's not a priority to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my wife jumps in. She does clean. Plenty of times she helps out and all that kind of stuff. But it's not an expectation I now put on her. Instead, I own that. And she owns other responsibilities that she takes care of, right? And probably does things that, you know, I, I like, Way more than I do, if, if we're being honest, in terms of like resources and time involved, especially with our son and all those kinds of things. 
probably doing more of the heavy lifting than I am if you're looking at work hours put in around the house. So it's about owning particular spaces, not necessarily just saying cooking, cleaning, taking chairs, all that bullshit. Just pick it and own it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that's just how it is. You, you want to tell, you want to hear it? I'm telling you how it is. When you, you own cooking, you own cleaning, whatever it may be. Just find these spaces that you guys are good at. Guys, 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 I've never seen Gudgeon so serious ever in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passionate about this, all right? And, and the other thing is, listen, sometimes I'll give her the dishes and the, and the stains are a little tough and she doesn't have the torque. I'm not saying women are not strong enough to do the dishes, guys. They've been doing it for a long time. All I'm saying is sometimes the torque required to get out that mutton curry stain that's been there for a couple of days, it's not there. It's not there. So instead of me looking at the dishes and be like, uh, why don't I just own it? Right? And then you'll never be disappointed with that. I've never thought twice about owning something so much. Yes. You, you got to look forward to this shit like you look forward to, you know, the good things in the marriage. You know what I mean? Anyway, I digress. Let's move on to the next So the next one is apparently, is, you know, it's, it's something that um, out of the nine people that I spoke to, yes. eight people gave me this yes. as like probably the first or second piece of advice. Yes. Apparently, it's cliche advice for relationships, but crucial advice for marriage. And that is communication. Hey, I'm an open book. Apparently, you're supposed to be ready to be an open book and share everything. Are you an open book, Gadget? Yes. But this is something that took a while. There is a time and place to talk. Okay, I'll give you an example of a time and place where I don't enjoy talking. For some reason, I don't know why, but if my wife wakes up in the middle of the night, you know, 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Sometimes she has the habit of bringing up really in-depth topics for discussion if she knows that I'm awake as well. <laughs> so, you know, what's happening in the Middle East? I'm looking at her like, really? At 1.30 in the morning, this is what you want to talk about? <laughs> is, it, I, you don't want to be rude, but it's just like, I, I understand that that's a thing you want to know about, but Right now, at this time, you know, there's a lot of these moments and these times. And overall, I just come to realize that you make time to talk, but not every time is the time to talk. Yeah. There's times I come home and I want to tell my wife how amazing I am. And you know what? She looks at me like, you dumb motherfucker. (laughs) I don't want to hear your shit. I had a long ass day. Get the fuck out of here. She says all of that without even saying a single word. Just with her eyes. Rajini Madri. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> and I've come to learn. I'm like, you know what? Let me not dump this stuff on you when you're not prepared. You know, you, you, the couples, like, you're always looking at, like, talk more, talk more. No, no. Talk effectively. Not necessarily talk Ooh. more, right? Make time to talk. Come home, especially when you, you both come after work. If, they, if, you listen, if you listen to me, not a great time for you guys to talk. When you guys come home from work, let's just say you get home at 5.30, comes home at 5.45, do your own shit, okay? Like decompress a little. Wash up, change, get a snack, glass of water. Just do your own shit. Take 45 minutes to an hour and a half, whatever it is. 
let yourself kind of recharge, come back to homeostasis after the long day, homeostasis after the long day you had, and then start to engage in conversation. The problem is people come home and then they start, they just start right away. Like they're coming into a shift at work. And then that's when these arguments happen and the bullshit happens. And then they bring your appa and amma into this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't want to entertain that, folks. And fellas, fellas, it's a losing argument at that point. <laughs> it's a losing. If she brings your mommy and daddy into this, it's a losing argument. <laughs> and if you don't cook and clean on top of that. He said that. He said that. He said that. So, but like, what about like communicating your feelings? Yeah. And you know, what if you like to? What if you like to put coasters Mm -hmm. when you put your glass, but your significant other doesn't? Mm -hmm. Or what if you like Mm -hmm. to organize your DVDs Mm -hmm. alphabetically? Yes. And she just likes to organize it on the floor. Okay. What do you do? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm a coaster kind of guy. No matter where I go, yeah. I need a coaster. I got, I got, I gotta know. Cause, I have like cause three you know, at my desk. Cause you know, we, we right now, right, right now, yes. right now, me and my fiance, we yeah. like this is this is going into this marriage. There's a lot of things that I like. Okay, my way. <laughs> so all right, all right. So let's use the coasters for example. You're a coaster guy, right? Yeah. Okay. You 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 really want to use a coaster anytime there's a cup around. Doesn't matter where. And it if is. there's no coaster there, it does bother you when a coaster not being used. I use coasters to the point that I kiss my teeth at my dad and mom okay. when so they don't let me, put... let me ask. Why does it bother you when someone doesn't use a coaster? Let's be real right now. We didn't prepare for this, but let's be real. Why does it bother you when someone uses, doesn't use a coaster? Because you're not you 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 don't have you know you you're you're not a u.s navy seal like you where you can hold a gun and it's super still you fucking shake your hand so, when you're drinking right. your so cup right there right there so right there so right there so right there uh your significant has filed for divorce yes. and she's already on tinder swiping to the right can i can i ask, <laughs> let me answer this question this is why i like using coasters because it doesn't matter how clean the glass is you're always going to wa- rinse the glass or whatever Maybe there's some, a little bit of liquid on the bottom of the glass. I don't want that being on the table, the coffee table, or the desk. Which, which is, is exactly why, what I said. No, you brought up a friggin' Navy SEAL gun. Because holding, no, you don't. Up. Stop, stop. You lost. She's already on Tinder. And she's, she's already <laughs> super matched to somebody. She's super okay. matched, okay? okay. Shut, Shut your mouth. Regular match. Shut your mouth. That liquid on the bottom of the cup, I don't want that touching any surface level, which it, pretty much you're going to have to clean it. It's more work to do versus... Getting a coaster and preventing that from happening. So here's the thing. If you have particular things, guys or girls, okay? It's about explaining the why behind things and the rationale behind things, which might involve you explaining the rationale to yourself and finding out if this is a significant issue. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, early in my relationship, anytime there was dishes in the sink, it would bother me a lot, like your coaster issue here. And then eventually... I kind of just, it's really, it's not a big fucking deal if there's a couple of dishes there. If there's a lot of dishes there, it's not a big fucking deal, okay? We're not entertaining the Queen Elizabeth over here on a random night. It can go a couple days and you can get to it when you want to get to it. The same thing with your coaster. You're going to have to do some internal searching, first of all, to understand why the coaster thing is so important that you got to bring up a Navy SEAL analogy for some fucking reason. You don't hold the coaster and drink your drink. You know that, right? Yeah. And know, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Not le- you got to I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not done yet. Uh, I'm not you got to explain the why behind things and get people on your side. 
You, you realize, like, the marriage is like you're on the same fucking team. You know what happens? We, we just watch the playoffs, okay? We just watch the NFL playoffs. And you see when Stefan Diggs on the Minnesota Vikings is they're winning the game, but he's on the sidelines yelling and arguing that he's not getting the ball or blah, 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 blah. That tears at the fabric of that team. It puts undue stress on that. The same thing with your marriage is that if someone comes to you and tells you, hey, I like things this way, and then they ask you why, and then you tell them, well, you dumb fuck, why did you ask me that? Let me give you a friggin' Navy SEAL analogy. <laughs> you're, you're in fighting on the team when you guys need to be in arms fighting the opposing factors. But like, what I'm trying to say is... No, what, you're not, what you need to do right now is shut the fuck up <laughs> and realize if there are things in the house with respect to mannerisms, you know, these small, small things that get on your nerves, you need to win people over and curry favor from them so that you guys come to an agreement together. That's how you look at it. You look at it as winning them over with this so they see it in your light. And you got to put up a good enough argument and prove it to yourself so that does become the case. Who knows? She might convince you that Kosa is not a big fucking deal. It's just a little moisture on the table. You can wipe it later. No big deal. Again, I'm not here to tell you what's right and wrong. I'm just letting you know that it's in your best interest to get your partner on your side, guy or girl. Fine. Mm-hmm. Right? You mm-hmm. know what? Mm-hmm. We're not Navy SEALs. Yep. You're All not. Right? You're All not. Right? You're not. Yeah, this is, a, this is a fucking thing, man. Why, why are you trying to prove your spouse wrong? Why are you trying to come out and like make them uh, feel like an idiot? You know what I mean? I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general. Like yeah. sometimes there's this, you know, people have this competitive nature that they bring to the relationship that they want to be able to be right. I don't, I, you, I don't see that. Like with my sibling, with Nissan, I want to make him feel wrong as much as possible. I want him to learn things that way in an embarrassing way so he never forgets it that way. You know what I mean? I want to remind him how much smarter I am than him. Don't bring your, communi- <laughs> don't bring your communication tactics with your siblings to your relationship. You want, you- yeah, yo, yo, listen, I don't even know if this podcast is ready for this. This is a comedy show. I'm going to get real with you, okay? Let me tell you something. The most profound thing. If you look at your partner as you, you will not fight as much, argue as much, and waste as much time in negativity if you truly see your partner as you. Listen, listen. Let's Let's just take science out of the way, okay? If you imagine your partner is truly the other half of you the other an extension of you your mm. thoughts your feelings your emotions your your vision all the all the great things you want to do for yourself everything just a different version of but truly you and you are looking at it in the third person you wouldn't talk to yourself that way you wouldn't like someone talking to yourself that way you wouldn't like someone lecturing you that way in fact and this is especially the case because you could see it when you're a parent any normal parent you'd want to cheer that person on You'd want to give that person the best advice. You'd want to set them up for success. You would probably go out of your way to make sure they're set up. Right? And I say this, having a son, you know, it's different what we were brought up versus how I'm raising my son, but you want to set up the best for them. When you can get to a place where you see your partner Mm -hmm. as you, that you are truly one entity, one thing, 
right? That's growing, fostering this thing called marriage, whatever the fuck it is. You will spend less time. I'm not saying it's going to be zero, but you're going to spend less time arguing about dumb shit, bickering over the small things, and spending time in negativity because you're not competing. You're not compete. You're not trying to fight with yourself. You know, you want the best for yourself, and then things will just be approached differently. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying I had it since day one. Guys, listen, this is after like, I've been married five and a half years now. This is after many months and many mistakes and just being an idiot. And, and uh, uh, listen. So you're saying. You're still an idiot. <laughs> no, I'm saying I learned from them. You're still the idiot. So you're, <laughs> so you're saying at one point yeah. you were arguing about coasters too. Uh, actually, coasters don't bother me as much. Ah, shit. <laughs> But not that WP. When when my wife wins, I win. That's the way I see it. And 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 I've come to realize when she wins more often and at higher peaks, it's actually better for the entire place. And actually, I I feel I feel that as well. It's actually beneficial to my own. That is some very great advice. Mm. But no. Coasters should bother you. (laughs) (laughs) Coasters should bother you, all right? Maybe you should get me some fucking nice coasters then. You know what? Coasters should bother you. Do you know why coasters should bother you? Why? Because then what's the point in having a table? You know what bothers me? When you don't mute your phone when we start recording. But go on. You know what? You're right. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'll save the coaster story for another day. Yes. Let's Let's get on. on Let's move on. Advice number three. Mm. So from polling, you know, a bunch of listeners. Yes. You don't have to keep reminding that we pulled people. No, this like, is like, we're, this we're, is another big shout thing. Shout out to all those people that gave. Yo, we advice. love you. Like, but this is another big thing that everybody mentioned, mm-hmm. which was alone time. Yes. Me time. Yes. Is there, is there, is it like, how do you, how do you navigate living in your home? Right. You know, you, you have a, you have a, you, you have a spacious home. So, you know, you could go to the bathroom and get some uh, like alone time. Yes. But when you're living in a small space, yeah. how do you still get alone time? Apparently, you know, you've decided to spend your life, the rest of your life with someone, yeah. but alone time is really important. Yeah. <laughs> is that one couple leaving? Is that one person leaving? <laughs> so like, how is, is there such thing as alone time? After why it's important to date for a good while. So you can get this fucking honeymoon period where you got to spend every minute with each other out of the way. Because at the time of engagement, whoever's listening right now, guy or girl, if your partner wants to spend every minute with you, do every activity together, you might be dating a sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) So you might want to (laughs) just... He said like, oh, just hit the brakes, tap, just tap the brake, tap, tap the brakes a bit. And stretch it out a little bit longer. Because here's the thing. Your partner should get sick of you after a while. You need to love someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with. But also love them enough that you don't want to spend every waking minute with them. D-A-T-I-N-G. You and me were meant to be. So yeah, I can clearly see. Just, you know, bringing it back to yeah. like, you saying you love someone enough mm-hmm. that you you get annoyed of seeing them all the time. No, you literally just took what I said and interpreted it completely different. Let's try this play this broken telephone again, okay? <laughs> you should love someone enough that you want to spend your life with them, but not every waking minute with them. 
Meaning that. What's up? Nisa just like he just no. <laughs> hold on, you gotta slow it down. Who? Does that make sense? Confucius, do Confucius. You, do you understand what that means? Thambi, English lah, ni pesan. Ni Tamil lah pesan. So do you understand what that means? I understand. Yes. Okay. You, uh, I will just say this, and if you disagree with me, you can let me know. You need planned alone time. Okay. There are times where it's like scheduled, and there's times where it's unscheduled. And I'll give you an example where my wife will come to me and be like, "Hey, can you take care of X, Y, Z daycare, diapers, whatever it may be?" I'm just going to go shower and just do my own. Cool. Wrestling partners, tag team match. You tag me in. I got this. I got this. Because you guys have to realize when the other partner is actually proactively saying that, that that's, that's like a, almost like a cry for help. You know what I mean? Maybe it's short of that. But it's saying, yo, I need assistance. Do you have my back? That's why you got into, you got into this in the first place, right? And you just say yes and you do it. Like what if Wait, like, like what if I want some some alone time? No, no. But listen, you bring up what if that happens? You said proactively, but what if that happens often, and you're noticing like there's a pattern, or it just happens more often than you thought so, with the whole tag so, team in? Like, yo, so that's when you that's when you plan time to talk, not right after work, not late at night. You sit down and you talk to your partner about this alone time, because here's the thing: you you need time to just t- to check out whether it's from work responsibilities whether it's relationship responsibilities or any other extracurricular like just as a human you need time to just time out i'm out i need to be with my own thoughts Mm -hmm. whether you do it uh really intently through meditation whether you do it through journaling whether you do it through project management and tasks and you know writing things down and listen all that kind of stuff whatever it is you need that time for yourself and i would say you need that time daily so are you waking up early to do that? Are you staying up late to do that? Are you driving, going for a drive to do that? Whatever it is, you need that. And you need to be able to have an understanding. For Viknesh, you know what it is? Family show, Thambi. You need to what, hop in the shower, turn on the fan, and bang one out? Thambi. You're getting a little excited there, bud. Okay. Listen, all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is that if you, you both, if you both partners, anyone listen to this, if you're in a relationship, if you both agree that you guys need me time to yourselves and probably on a regular basis, you know, then you're good. You're both good because you both agree on that. The problem here is when one person doesn't see it that way or one person doesn't treat it fairly with you. That's what I'm saying. Then again. You might just want to tap, just tap the brakes. Mm-hmm. Just tap them. Don't yeah. hit them. Just, just, just tap them. Like that. Like that. Just tap. Yeah. tap. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I know. Okay. This, I know this is not part of the script. We're a little off topic here. But what about, I don't know if you and my auntie talked about this, but the different love languages. What do you mean? So let me, let me pull it up real quick because this is really off topic. And oh, this like, guy's throwing an audible into the show. A quick audible. Give me like well, listen, less, the, than, less than 30 seconds. Listen, the doctor of Kalyana chronology is, is in the office. So, so. the five love, love languages. Yes. Okay? <clears throat> Words of affirmation. I'm going to give you an example of each one, okay? Yes. So let me list them out for you and I'll give you an example of each one. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation. Yes. Acts of service. 
Yes. Receiving gifts. Yes. Quality time. Yes. And physical touch. Yes. So examples for each one. So yes. words of affirmations. Yes. Your tacos are delicious. Yes. Acts of service. Yes. I made you tacos. Yes. Receiving gifts. Here's a taco. Quality time. Let's go out for tacos together. Yes. And physical touch. Let me hold you like a taco. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. So between that, obviously most partners, they're some could be the same or they mm. could match and you know there's a little test you can do on whatever facebook mm. i guess mm-hmm. um or online and you figure out what it is mm. is that something that you've done before or do you know what your you know what your love type is and what my unnie's love type is and have you guys you know notice the different types of love languages or the same and kind of work off of that you know what i just realized this entire episode i've had i've had my doubts about you <laughs> Nikki, what do we want? Even when the introduction like Kadal Valathe, Kadal Valathe part of what today? Yeah, yeah. After Renda, Renda, even when the you know, if a love language, love language, but the doctor, doctor Kadal chronology or a, I want. Is he in love now? No, no, no. Is he in love? எனக்கு சந்தேகமா இருக்கு I just ask my wife what she would like from me. You know what I mean? Here's the thing with my analogy before when you look at your partner, guy, girl, whatever it is. When you look at the other person and I say, look at them as an extension of yourself. Look at them. At, the problem with that, even with your best intentions, like early in my relationship, is you think that the other person is going to appreciate things that you would appreciate. Not always the case. So halfway through a relationship, as we were working and learning and growing all that kind of stuff, I've develop this is i just ask her what do you want from me <laughs> regardless whether we're in an argu- argument or in a good times or whatever it is or a- affirmation you said touch whatever all those kinds of things i've learned what the other person appreciates and then we have and i and what i do is i try to remember that as much as i can use those things use those techniques or whatever it may be actions sayings unspoken uh things behaviors and convert all these things into learned habits oh you know what i mean oh right it's they people what do they say 90 days to unlearn a, a behavior and 90 days to learn a behavior so mm. overall six months to actually make something a, a new habit really six months that's how hey that's how long it could take so using that employing that that's what i've used so i'm not going to say which one is right of those five things or do all of them or or do one i'm not i can't even tell you that but i can tell you especially you guys especially to the fellas that are listening to the brothers just ask your partner what they would like how would they like you to react to them and make it a fucking behavior it's actually not that hard when you think it about it it saves lives it saves lives ha huh. right yeah you know when 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 your wife tells you that you yelling out you jumping out of the bathroom and saying surprise when she comes home is actually terrifying her and potentially gives her a heart attack you say you know what i'm going to stop doing that learned behavior 
Are you speaking from experience? No comment. No comment. <laughs> you know what? Now, now, now we gotta get to the lightning round. Oh, okay. now we got some. Now we got some. We got we got some good ones. Some okay. people submitted some funny ones. Okay. The number two is very important in your marriage. Apparently, number two in the kakusa. Kakusa, kakusa, kapora kakusa. Kalimi to that very level, bro. Adu orre, adu orre advice. Okay, but what, what do you mean number two? Number two. Well, I thought we that passed means, number three. No, that number two means two of everything. Apparently, okay. That means two blankets yes. for what, even if you're sleeping beside each other. Yes. Because you don't want to, uh, you you don't want to be having blanket wars in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Do you have blanket wars? Yes. Uh, this is this is worse than Israel Palestine. So, oh. This is this is umme ana oru periya vishayam and kadasiya ellam double. And on the Sicilian double ke double. Double ke double. Okay, we have 15 pillows. This <laughs> is not a joke. Okay? It is not a joke. Here's the thing. Figure out what bothers you and then guy or girl, again, I keep saying this but just talking to the listener here. And if you can do something about it without negatively impacting your partner, then fucking do it. So that means you're so, saying So here's the thing. Let me give you an example. If your partner burps and it bothers you, you could punch them in the mouth every <laughs> single time they burp. For example, Whoa. if your partner sees you burp, she could punch you in the face. The problem is that's negatively impacting you and thus undo stress on the relationship. However, if you guys are in bed and she keeps pulling the blanket away from you, you could say, stop doing that, pull the blanket back. Or you could just go buy another blanket. because it's probably not going to negatively impact her. You guys will go to bed, have your own blanket, and it's done. So look at these problems, these small small things, and don't don't make it bigger than it needs to be. Okay? If your partner is watching fucking Netflix and you don't enjoy watching their Netflix, okay? You go get the other TV because it's your problem. You have a problem. That I I just got to keep it as simple as that. And if you can't afford to get another TV, if that's a problem, then fucking watch the show and shut the fuck up. That's all I'm going to say. So what season of Grey's Anatomy are you on? I'm on season 13, <laughs> dog. And you know what? I didn't think I was going to like the show, but turns out uh Dr. Karev, he's a pretty likable guy. And uh I don't know about Grey, but you know, ever since they killed uh, McSteamy, I I I've been falling off the bandwagon a little bit. Ah. Oh. Next one. Yes. This is this was given to us by a female listener. Okay. Boys. What? This is gentlemen. This is, I'm, I'm reading it word for word. Okay. Boys, boys, you have to learn that women don't look sexy all the time before bed. You may be surprised at how many girls wear nighties. I Okay, so that's just a weird statement as is. So I'm going to interpret it like this. Like is the expectation that that men sh- Is she saying that men have the expectation that women should look dolled I guess, up all the time? I, I, I guess from dating, you know, when you're always like, you know, constantly, like oh, you guys live oh, in separate houses. Yeah. You don't know how each other look oh, at your work. I'll just tell you something right now. If you don't like how your girl looks without makeup, then don't date her. I'm just going to say this. Am, am I, oh, I going to get like flagged on? Is this going to be too sensitive? Here's the thing. That's a problem with you, though. Okay, dudes, if you're listening to this, if you have a problem with how your partner looks without makeup, that's your problem and you're free to do whatever you want about it and personally i would tell you to get out of a relationship stop stressing the other person out because they don't need to doll up for you no one owes you that all right if you and i'm not going to say learn to love someone at the end of the day you should love your partner 
without them having to get dolled up for you. You know what I mean? If you have a problem with that, you're the problem, not the other person. I feel you. So you're saying we should, depending on you know, male or female, we shouldn't doll up on the first date? I Listen, I say do whatever you fucking I want. I feel like Nisa, this whole episode has been trying to get some sort of dating advice. I know, from I know. This. A, this is the thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I, I take pride in the times where I do get to get ready, get a fresh haircut, look good for my wife. Especially when it's uh, events for her family or her work events and all that kind of stuff. Because I would like to uh, give this sort of image that, you know, I keep well, and that she's also proud to bring me along for these things, right? Okay, that's that's. I think that's important. That's cool. But the the other side of this coin, where you have this expectation for someone to look like that all the time, or especially even if uh, women have that expectation of guys all the time, get the fuck out of here, okay? You should be able to love your partner regardless of how they look, and don't expect them to have be dolled up and look like they're ready to run the catwalk or walk the catwalk every minute of the day. <laughs> you know it. Oh. All right, we got one more. We got one more. We got one more. Adjusting uh, to relationships. Adjusting to family, familial relationships. Some people like some. Some people like to FaceTime mm-hmm. their parents every single day. Mm-hmm. Whereas one of our listeners, yeah. his significant other, likes to FaceTime her mom and dad yeah. every day and talk to them. Whereas he just, you know, texts his mom yeah. and dad once or twice a week. Yes. How do you how how, how do you navigate? You know. What's there to navigate? Familiar, like you know, just 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 how much people like are so like into their parents. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 a huge mom. I'm a huge mom, but I've lived at home my entire life. Yeah. One of my biggest fears is is like, damn. I'm not gonna have a must tea every time on, I come did you, home. Did you hear what he's trying to say? He's trying to say, I'm a, I'm a mama's man. Don't, I'm a, you're a mama's boy. boy. <laughs> you're a mama's boy. You're, you're a little mama's boy, okay? Yeah. I, this is actually similar say to with your chest. This is, this is similar to our relationship. Listen, I grew up uh, with mostly, you know, my, me, my brother, my dad. It's three guys and just my mom. So our dynamic in our household is different than the way my wife grew up, where it's like three girls, including her mom. So four girls in the house with her dad. You know, it's different. So with them, she's always, she talks to her mom every day, probably three times a day. Okay, morning, probably a message, lunchtime, probably a message. And then at some point, there's a phone call going down. All right. And sees her a couple times a week. Me and my mom, we talk like as if they haven't invented the phone yet. And we send things by Pony Express. Like a <laughs> message gets sent out and 30 days later, a message arrives. Maybe once a month, you know, special occasions, uh, maybe once a week, if, if we're lucky, once a week. And that's just the understanding we've come to terms with. She'll send me a missed call. I'll send her a missed call. And then three missed calls later, we actually there's end up connecting. There's a phone call. And it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, and Stop the app. Yeah. And it's just both ways. And through that, an entire story is conveyed, <laughs> even in the silent moments. <laughs> you know, send her a few pictures of her grandson, that kind of stuff. It's just different dynamic. But don't look to, like, I, listen. I don't even know what the question was. It wasn't. No, it was just a piece of advice. Like you know, just accept that you know, okay. not everybody communicates the same to yeah. their parents. And you know what? Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, really, it's about spending enough time with your partner so you know that before you get into it. Yeah. You know, just some people have it different. And last, last but not least, mm. if men can fart, women can fart too. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ladies, fart. And or in other words. Patas bali. The bali pesmata. Patas dam peso. Listen. I will use farts for humor around the house. You. Okay. Like on cue? Not on cue. No, I don't have that power yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm in the dojo. I'm trying to work on it. I don't have that power yet. I'm just saying. If I feel one coming, I'm going to let it out. <laughs> I'm going to let it out. And it's going to be a funny thing. Okay? I'm just going to say this. It's just not as funny when my wife does it. <laughs> when she's trying to take my shtick and put it on me, I just don't find it as funny. <laughs> and you know, this is a double standard I have. And I feel like every woman listening to this is like, fuck you. When my man does it, it's not funny to me. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, people fart. And try to laugh about it. <laughs> try. Just try. <laughs> Just laugh about it. Don't carry around that no one farts or no one shits attitude. No, everyone poops and everyone farts. So, find the fucking humor in it. <laughs> And I guess with that, you know, that's it. There's no other questions. No, no more. Oh, man. That was fun. That was fun, man. I hope we ruined a lot. I mean, benefited <laughs> a lot of relationships <laughs> after today. Oh. Uh, thank you guys for uh, submitting all that kind of stuff. And man, it's been a crazy, I guess, over a year now, a year and a quarter. Uh, year and a half. Year and a half. Year and a half. No, it's not a year and a half. We okay. started halfway into 2018. We did all of 2019. No, we started in October of 2018. Yes. Yeah. Year and a quarter. Yeah. No, Fuck. you know why I'm not surprised? Because this guy didn't even want to have this show. But look where we are now. This is. All right. Uh, we're going to go coach this dumb motherfucker on how a calendar works. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for listening. Uh, unlike before, we're going to take a little bit of an extended break. And that's because I'm actually kind of sick of seeing Nissan and Vic Nash on a regular basis. I need some me time from these motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, so you're um, saying... <laughs> Um, we are actually in the works to plan out how we're going to evolve this show and what we're going to do with it and actually bring some new ideas some fresh ideas and maybe think about treating each season as a, its own thing to experiment and do different ideas with. And for that, we're going to take about two months off. So wow. don't unsubscribe because when we do come, it's probably going to be a quick surprise. Uh, maybe we'll post some random stuff. Maybe we'll go on a trip to New York and have a random conversation. I'm not promising anything, but I'm just letting you know we're going to take a little bit of a break. But when we do come back, it's going to be special and probably our best content yet. And if this is your first time listening to the show, go back because because uh, we have a lot of episodes. Yes. And a whole season before this. Yeah. So, you know what? Spend the time. Yeah. And go back and listen. And, exactly. you know, whether you started now or last episode or the episode before that, we did a lot of episodes. So yeah. go and listen to them. Yeah. Uh, 24 yeah. episodes at this point and probably a lot more than 24 to come. So thank you guys for listening. My name's Gudgeon. Vignesh. He doesn't have a name? No. He doesn't. Not. He's just a song now? No. This guy think he's like Prince, like he can just go with a symbol? Yeah. You see why? You see why, right? You see why I want to take a two-month break from me. Exactly. I mean, it's not even, it's, mo- it's mostly him. It's not you. Oh, you realize you. this. Like, like I, I need eight weeks. Wacha. Yeah. Thank you, Wacha. I know. It's probably the nicest thing I've ever said. I know. All right. Now go brush your teeth. Okay. <laughs>